I've been speaking to you about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And I particularly, I think I've been ministering on the gifts of the Holy Spirit for about two weeks now. And uh, today I want to just begin with, um, with a particular scripture. Then we come down and we break it down. You tell me what gift was operating at that particular time. I, I want to look at the ministry of Jesus, our Lord Jesus. For us to be able to understand the gift of the Holy Spirit, I, I, will, I, will, I will prefer that we will look carefully at the ministry of Jesus Christ. I hope you do understand that even when the Lord Jesus Christ was fully God on earth, he was still fully human. And he chose to subject himself to the natural man to live the life of the flesh, even when he was God. But now, one important thing I want you to know today is that even Jesus Christ, the Son of God, needed the Holy Spirit. He needed the Holy Spirit to minister. He needed the Holy Spirit to be successful. And because he needed the Holy Spirit, he too needed the gifts of the Spirit. Now, if Jesus Christ needed the gifts of the Holy Spirit, so do we. But I'd like to read for you the gifts before we even get started on the examples. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and starting from verse 7. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. And for one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, and to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, and to another different kinds of tongues and to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. Now the, the nine gifts. The first one is talked about is the gift of the word of wisdom. The second one is the word of knowledge. The third one is faith by the same Spirit. Another one is gifts of healings. It doesn't say gift of healing. It says gifts of healings. And to another, the working of miracles. And to another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, different kinds of tongues. And to another, the interpretation of those tongues. Now, it is possible for a Christian, it is possible for a believer to actually have almost all the gifts. If you look at the life of Paul the Apostle, he had almost every gift mentioned in the Bible. He did. Now, if you look at the life of our Lord Jesus Christ, if you do a careful study, you realize that there were dominant gifts operating in the life of 
of Jesus. Now, I will say this to you, is that when you have the gifts of the Holy Spirit, they will be a dominant gift. A dominant gift. And then there will be a gift which you barely recognize, but it is there. And then there will also be times when you will operate in these gifts, like I mentioned the other time. There will be times when you operate in these gifts, but it will be a one-off. For instance, the Spirit of God can come upon somebody within a gathering, and then the person will prophesy, and he will declare the words of God. It doesn't make you a prophet. And, and that doesn't mean you can induce that, because the Spirit of God descended upon you. It happened one time. We were having a fellowship sometime in 2008 and I had the Lord clearly say to me that he was going to visit us that night. And while we were worshipping the Lord, the Spirit of God descended on a gentleman and he began to speak the words of God. He began to prophesy, he began to declare and proclaim the words of God. And then he decided to make it a habit. So on one particular occasion, we again worshipping the Lord then he, he just all of a sudden interrupts us. He says, wait, this is what the Lord is saying. I knew it wasn't the Lord. But because he thought he had something to do with the visitation of the Lord the other time, so he thought that even this time he could have control. So he, he began to speak words which are not coordinated. They were not even coming from, from the Lord. That's why we need to understand the operation of the gift so that we don't end up abusing the gift, misunderstanding the gift. It's important that you understand the gift which is dominant on you. So I will take time to explain these gifts to you. Now, the word, the gift of the word of wisdom. You, you need to understand that the gift of word of wisdom and how it operates. I have heard people say that they've got the gift of the word of wisdom. You need to know that there's a difference between your natural wisdom and the gift of the word of wisdom. It does not say the gifts of the words of wisdom. When the father speaks to you at home, your father is giving you words of wisdom. When you've got a gift of the word of wisdom, your interpretation of the word of God is absolutely unique. It is absolutely different. So the gift of the word of wisdom, it operates in such a deeper revelation that it reveals to you deeper mysteries in as far as the word of God is concerned. Now, while other people will get a common interpretation of the word of God, your interpretation of the word of God will be completely different. Now, that's the first thing I want you to know about the gift of the word of wisdom. Now, the second thing about the gift of the word of wisdom is that it reveals deep plans of God. But remember that the deep plans of God will be in accordance to the word of God. So when someone tells you, I had a revelation, we need to understand that there are three gifts that reveal something. I call them the revelation gifts. Number one is the gift of the word of wisdom, the gift of the word of knowledge, and the gift of prophecy. Those three gifts reveal something. But you need to understand that prophecy is a vehicle of delivery. I'll say it again. The gifts which reveal something are three gifts. The first gift is the, the gift of the word of wisdom. The second gift is the gift of the word of knowledge. And the third gift is the gift of 
prophecy. However, the vehicle of delivery in most cases is the gift of the word of prophecy. So when you find a person who is operating in the prophetic, what is very strong upon them is the gift of the word of wisdom and the gift of the word of knowledge. So they have got those two and they are very, very strong. Now, I will show you the difference between those two. Now, while the gift of the word of knowledge, wisdom, operates mostly in the future, it will reveal to you deep secrets in the word of God, but also it reveals to you mysteries, God's plan, the heart of God, plans to do with the future. That's the word of wisdom. It sees ahead. But the gift of the word of knowledge operates in the now, and it also has got the power to reveal to you mysteries that happened many years ago. So we need to understand the difference in the gift. Now, I know that you've had people and then they are in a prophetic session and then they say, I have received a word that somebody is in this house is, is ill. That's not the gift of the word of wisdom. Because it is an operating in the now, that's the gift of the word of knowledge. You have received a word of knowledge. It is a knowing to do with the present, with the now. That's the gift of the word of knowledge. Now, when somebody is operating in the prophetic, now two things will happen to them. Is that they will either be very strong with the word of wisdom, or they will be extremely strong in the word of knowledge. But prophecy is simply a vehicle. It's a delivery vehicle. So you cannot find a prophet who does not have the gift of the word of wisdom and the gift of the word of knowledge. They will always have those two. Why? Because they are the engine that sustains prophecy. I don't know if I'm making sense. Now, I want us to look at the life of Jesus Christ. Then you will be able to sign for me. You discern, you tell me what particular gift was in operation. So let us go to the book of John, chapter 4. It's one of my favorite chapters. I want to start reading from, um, the, it's a conversation between Jesus Christ and the Samaritan woman if you remember very well. I want to begin reading for you from verse 7. And a woman of Samaria came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. And then the woman of Samaria said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Now Jesus answered and said to her, if you knew the gift of God, who it is who says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Now the woman said to him, sir, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us the well and drank from it himself as well as his sons and his livestock? Now Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I give him will become to him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. 
The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water that I may not thirst nor come here to draw. Jesus said to her, Go call your husband and come here. Now, follow carefully. He said, Go call your husband and come here. And the woman answered and said, I have no husband. Now, listen to what Jesus said. He said, You have said well, I have no husband, for you have had five husbands. And the one you, whom you have now is not your husband, in that you spoke truly. So tell them what gift was in operation. What gift was that? Was it the gift of the word of wisdom or the gift of the word of knowledge? That is exactly the gift of the word of knowledge. Why? Because the gift of the word of knowledge has got the power to reveal what's happening currently. And also what happened previously. So Jesus was able to tell. That's why he said to her, that, wait a minute. He says, yeah, you're right. He says, you're right. As a matter of fact, you have had five husbands and the man you have now is not your husband. So every time you encounter somebody and they are telling you and they're telling you, but you see this and this and this is happening, you need to know that what they have is a gift of the word of knowledge. And it can be extremely accurate. Now the more you stir up that gift, the more accurate it becomes. The less you pay attention to it, the more rusty you become. So now this woman, the woman said to him, Sir, I perceive you are a prophet. Now how does he say that she was a prophet? Now did you actually know it is possible for you to have the gift of the word of wisdom and the gift of the word of knowledge and yet you are not a prophet? Because the fact that you know what's happening now doesn't make you a prophet. And there's a difference between the gift of prophecy and the office of a prophet. So it is possible now this woman because the Lord Jesus spoke to her and he revealed to her that wait a minute you don't even have a husband because you've had five and the man you're with right now is not your husband quickly quickly the woman said wait I perceive you're a prophet now you tell me how many people today reveal a thing or two and the next thing we do we call them a prophet I mean he, he correctly revealed something but you see we what you don't even know is this. Is that, is it the gift of the word of knowledge which he has as a gift? Or is it that God in heaven decided to speak to him and give him a word of knowledge? And it was only a one-off. So how do you correctly discern that this person actually does have a gift of the word of knowledge? I mean, because I, I could get a word on you right now. I could get a word that you're pregnant. I could get that word now. I could get the word. It doesn't make me a prophet, does it? Why? But you see, now that because we, we ignore the gift, you know, there's a gift. There's the, the, my favorite gift, I think I've said it to you before, is a gift of discernment. It's a little gift. The gift of discernment. Now, the gift of discernment happens to be almost a vehicle of almost all the gifts. Why? Because with the gift of discernment, I am able to discern whether you have got the gift of prophecy or not. And whether you are operating in the office of the prophet or not. 
and whether you've got the gift of the word of wisdom or the gift of the word of knowledge. Now the Bible is littered with examples of the Lord God Almighty giving a word to somebody, the Spirit of God descending on somebody, speaking through them. It doesn't make that person any important in the eyes of God. I'll give you an example. The book of 2 Chronicles. I want to give you a quick example. Give a quick example right now. 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Now, you all know from verse 1, I won't read the whole chapter. It happened after this that the people of Moab with the people of Ammon and others with them besides the Ammonites came to battle against Jehoshaphat. And then some came and told Jehoshaphat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea, from Syria, and they are in Hazazon, Tamar, which is in Gedi. Then Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim the fast throughout all Judah. So Judah, Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord, and from all the cities of Judah they came to seek the Lord. Then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven and do you not rule over the kingdoms of the nations? And in your hand is there not power and might so that no one is able to withstand you? Are you not our God who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and gave it to the descendants of Abraham your friend forever? And they dwell in it and have built you a sanctuary in it your name saying if disaster comes upon you sword judgment pestilence or famine we will stand before this temple and in your presence for your name is in this temple and cry out to you in our affliction and you will hear and save and now here are the people of Ammon Moab and Mount Seir whom you would not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt but they turned them and he did not destroy them and here they are rewarding us by coming to throw us out of your possession which you have given us to inherit Oh, our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us, nor do we know what to do. But our eyes are upon you. Now all Judah, with their little ones, their wives, and their children stood before the Lord. Now follow the next verse carefully. And it says, verse 14, Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph in the middle of the assembly. And he said, the Bible says the Spirit came. And he said, listen, all of you, Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, and you King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid, nor dismayed, because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, Go down against them, and they will surely come up at the ascent of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. And you will, need, you will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourselves, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord which is with you. And all Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord is with you. So, I'd like to ask a question. What particular gift was in operation at that particular time? What was it? That was the word of wisdom. Because the word of wisdom reveals God's divine plans. Now God revealed a divine plan and said, wait a minute, tomorrow they are going to attack. And even told them where they are coming from. Now remember, 
that the Spirit of God came upon this man once, this man is not mentioned anywhere again in the Bible. But you see, the Spirit of God came upon him, descended once, and he received the Word of God once, and he spoke the Word of God once, he did not speak it again. Now, there will be one-offs where the Spirit of God will descend upon you, and you will speak the Word of God as a one-off. It does not mean you have got the gift of the word of wisdom. But the person that constantly has got the gift of the word of wisdom will always constantly know what is in the heart of God. They don't have to be a prophet. It is just that they have got the gift of the word of wisdom. Now you too can have the gift of the word of wisdom. It is possible. And let me tell you, i give you a sign. So you know when the Lord gives you the gift of the word of wisdom, your interpretation of the word of God will completely change. Right now, you could be looking at the word of God with different eyes. But the moment that you get the gift of the word of wisdom, your interpretation of that word changes. Even a scripture you have read over and over again, this time round, the interpretation becomes completely different. Now, there's something about the gift of the word of knowledge. Is that for some reason, there will be a knowing that you have of current circumstances and you cannot explain how you know or why you know. I don't know if it makes sense. You will just know. You just know. You, you walk into a room and you know that something is just not right here. You, you will know that I, I should not be here. And, and God will give you a word about what's happening in somebody's life. And let me tell you how important the gift of the word of knowledge is. And the gift of the word of wisdom. Child of God, pay careful attention. Your prayer life can only be rich if you've got the word, the gift of the word of wisdom or the gift of the word of knowledge. Why? Because then with the gift of the word of wisdom, God begins to reveal to you the plans of the enemy. God begins to reveal to you what's going to happen in the future. So that now with prayer, you can alter what is going to happen 10, 5 years or 3, 4 days from now. The gift of the word of knowledge, when you have that gift, when you go to pray, when you get off your knees, on your knees, you will have a knowing of what to, what, which direction to take. That means you will not get stuck. That means always constantly, God will protect and preserve you from making the wrong decision. Do you have any idea how Satan traps the children of God with wrong decisions? And yet with that gift of the word of knowledge, God will preserve you from making the wrong decision. Because every time you go to pray, there will be a knowing let me tell you how people operate in that gift. Is that sometimes things happen that you cannot explain. And you know this particular thing about a person, but then you're even afraid of telling them how you know because they're going to begin thinking you're investigating their life. You know so many personal things, and the person, you begin to get worried. You think, if I tell them, they'll think I'm joking. Now, do you have any idea how many children of God are seated on that particular gift of the word of knowledge simply because they are afraid to speak out? But again, I want you to know is that the gift of the word of knowledge 
without the gift of the word of wisdom is dangerous to you. And I'll tell you how dangerous it is. Is that when a person has got a gift of the word of wisdom, they will exercise caution. Because wisdom cuts across, but this one is from God. But when a person has got a gift of the word of knowledge and they've got no caution, which is wisdom, when the Lord reveals something to them about a person or circumstances, they'll be quick to speak without thinking about the consequences. Now, for example, you could find a couple that loves themselves and probably they are looking to get married. And there is a knowing in your spirit that this particular person is with the wrong person. And you see, because you don't have wisdom, then you just throw it in the person's face. And you know what you say to them? You're wasting each other's time. This is not your husband. Would you believe that? This is not your husband. You cannot be with this. You, you, you can't be with this guy. And you don't have a justification and they ask you, but how do you know these things? Well, I just know. God told me. But you see, you can't prove that God told you. But wisdom, the gift of the word of wisdom, will, will help you. That even if you know in your spirit that this person should not be together, the gift of the word of wisdom will help you know how to deliver the message without being offensive, without sounding arrogant, without sounding like you're imposing anything on anyone. I mean, just think about this person who gets up and tells somebody in a big meeting, in a public meeting, and says, you know, the Lord just told me right now, you're going to die in two days. Isn't that crazy? But the gift of the word of wisdom will tell you what you should do about that. So that the gift of the word of knowledge is that it operates in, but you see, it's a very delicate gift. Why? Because you, you get to know so much that's happening. I'd like to show you a particular example where this particular gift was in such operation. If we will go with me to the book of Acts, please. Acts chapter 5, from verse 1. But a certain man named Ananias with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession, and he kept back part of the proceeds, with his wife also being aware of it, and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Paul said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself? While it remained, was it not in your own? Was it not your own? After it was sold, was it not your own control? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart and you have not lied to men but to God? Now, was Paul there when Ananias sold his land? He wasn't there. But what was operating on Paul's life, on, on Peter's life, that he was able to know exactly but Ananias was lying. What was that? What gift was that? It was a gift of the word of knowledge. 
He knew 